0: All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
0: You have now been removed. This is the Drive Time at News Blast XR. We are now exclusive on... Rock fan. I am with Stella. Stella, thank you for joining me. Like, seriously, I, I appreciate that. I sometimes like when I talk to myself, which I do a lot of, um, I just, I, I can go crazy. So it's nice to, it's nice to, to have someone such as yourself with such a good sense of humor and such a good perspective to bounce things off with and, and to hear your thoughts on it. And now I just, I don't know, you live in Australia and I find Australia to be, uh, when I think about Australia, I'm like, man, it must be really warm there. And that's like the extent of what I I know about Australia. And there's probably a lot of snakes. (laughs) That's about it. Yeah. Most of them are in parliament, but,
1: um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, we, we've got all the venomous things here. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, (laughs) what's going on
0: there? What's
1: going on? There's a lot of Indigenous stuff going on. I've talked about that in uh, Not Your Mama's News, if you want to tune into that and hear some of what's going on. But it's uh, equally as confusing as anywhere else in the world. Uh, we have not escaped that. Something that I have come to realise over all this period of weirdness is um, how, much ty- or how much tyranny, I suppose, would be the word, that Australia has been under for some time, that we didn't quite click to, you know, like it's only through talking to a lot of, um, you know, some of my American friends that I realise, oh, yeah, no, that's been like that here for 20 years or so and it's only just coming in there or what have you. So that's been a bit of an eye-opener, excuse me. Um, uh, Everyone's corrupt. Um, All the state leaders are corrupt. Um, They're going through all sorts of, you know, uh, court cases and you know corrupt investigations and things and same deal being found out getting getting off no worries <laughs> so yeah nothing much different here really um it is it is hot but then it's also cold because it's very diverse I think Australia is a lot bigger than people realize is it cold there right now it's it well it is winter but I mean I I I sort of curb my complaining after I've gotten to know my American friends where they've got to, you know, shovel snow just to get out of their front door. I have nothing to complain about. But as, as for an Australian, yeah, it could get a little bit cool, you know. I mean, might have to turn a heater on, put an extra blanket on the bed. But, you know, there's plenty of places in Australia that are really cold, like Canberra, for instance, which is the capital of Australia. That's in um, – it's in a separate – well, it's not a state, it's a territory, the Australian Capital Territory, and that's where all the pollies live, or that's where Parliament is. And um, it's the whole government. So it's government. like
0: Washington, D.C.? Yeah,
1: yeah, pretty much, yep. So <clears throat> that's a really, really cold, awful place. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah, like in every way. Um, Tassie can get pretty cold. Um, I, I lived there for 14 years and, yeah, that's, that's pretty cold. But, you know, again, it's not like covered in snow. You might get a snow storm a couple of times through the year. It's not Antarctica, uh, down, cold, right down the south. Yeah, no, not at all. No. Oh well, <laughs> I mean, sometimes we do get the wind coming off Antarctica. So even up here, like I'm up the northern New South Wales area, and even you can feel the Antarctic winds when it's really pushing from the south. So we do feel that. Yeah, get pretty chilly.
0: What is your so how does your government operate over there? I'm, I'm completely <laughs> dumb to it. I think they just wind up toys. <laughs> um,
1: how do they operate? That's a really good question. Uh, we could go into the whole
0: infiltration thing if you want. What do but... they tell people? So the base, your form of, of democracy over there, how, how does it differ from the United States where we pretend to elect a president and <laughs> – Oh, we just
1: pretend to elect a prime minister. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but uh, voting is compulsory, so you do get fined if you don't vote. How much? Um, I'm not sure exactly. Last time I looked, I think it was around about $120 or something like that. Jeez. could be more. That might have just been the council one. It, the federal one, I don't know. Maybe it's more. But, you know, I mean, you just got to turn up basically and get your name scrubbed off the list and then you do whatever you do.
0: So, how many options can you have? The option of like none of the above when you vote over there? Probably not. (laughs) No.
1: Well, you just don't. You just you know draw a smiley face or yeah or a dick. Yeah, did that last time actually. Yeah. Uh, But so you've got the preferences, which are the people along the top line. the The ballot sheet is ridiculous. It's huge. It's about four feet long, and about oh I don't know, foot and a half wide. It's it always makes me laugh. Yeah. Well, it's and like a so map?
0: Get,
1: yeah, it's just huge. And there's so there's a line and there's, you've got the preferences or the, the main parties along the top. And then you've got all these other smaller choices underneath. So you can either just fill out the top or if you know, like if you're really familiar with what you're doing and you're familiar with all the people, you can number the people under the line as well. But, you know, I don't know how many so people actually So it's like ranked choice
0: voting.
1: Yes, yep. Yeah. And I can't remember exactly how they choose the preferences of who goes in what order, but the people that, you know, are sort of, I was going to say good guys, but there's no good guys. The people that are less bad generally don't get a chance to be up, you know, in the yeah. preference area where so it's sort of psychologically buried.
0: people would pick it. In this four by five foot map you have, they're down <laughs> like buried at the very bottom in small print. Oh, well, sort of.
1: Not really, but... They're just not like right up the top where people will just you know people who have no idea what they're doing will just pick the first one because oh number one they must be good
0: yeah right so, yeah who yeah. the, the fuck is this guy like I don't know the NPCs you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you don't use Dominion voting machines is what you're saying
1: uh ooh, I did try to find that out once and I thought I I thought I saw a uh, something along the lines of there was something but I, I I can't verify that I really don't know I I don't believe in it that any of it is real. I believe that it is all completely <laughs> rigged um, and that none of the, um, even from a child, I have believed that. So I'm not changing yeah, yeah. my mind on that
0: one. Yeah. yeah. I, for me, it's just like, uh, I don't know why it's any different over here. Maybe that's a better illusion, but when it's compulsory voting, it's just like, <laughs> it's, it's tyranny in itself. It's, it? it's, it's like rape in, in a sense. <laughs> mind rape. Yeah. It's yeah. mind rape. It's like you're forced to Ethics choose. rape. Like my my the way they try and make compulse you compulsory voting over here is if you don't vote is what they do now is they they send you uh little postcards that say everybody in your neighborhood has voted but you and they put it oh. on caps it's like do you want to be the only one and it's like what are my neighbors gonna come with pitchforks and fucking uh <laughs> fire and and, and kill Release me um. Yeah, or they say that if you don't vote, you're uh, carrying Putin's water. I'm like, well, th- th- I guess I'm fucking carrying it then they, they yeah, do that's... these get out the vote campaigns that you know, Stacey Abrams is a big part of that. And I'm like, let's do a get out the don't vote campaign, mm-hmm. because if nobody votes, they have no power. I know that's impractical, but that, that's the, the reality of it is that their power comes in forcing or coercing through propaganda as many people to buy into their system a, a, as possible. And compulsory yeah, well, voting is just a slap in the face for that. That's called guilt politics, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's, it's exactly what a, it is, making everyone feel guilty.
1: But yeah, no, I would definitely vote for the no vote party. Absolutely,
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> They'll never. They would, that's such a practical solution. I think I heard Ron Paul t- say that. For, I'm sure somebody else did, but that's who I heard it from first. It just seems like such a a, a logical thing that never gets um, pushed yeah. anywhere. Well,
1: the other thing that's um, like, there's a lot of indigenous stuff going on here at the moment as well, and. Um, uh, One thing that I sort of threw a little bit of a spanner in my works the other day was uh, Mebengari, who's a a local Indigenous lady who's fighting hard for – okay, let me just fill you in very quickly. We've got a referendum coming up which is going to change the constitution. Um, This is based on Indigenous sovereignty. but So it's being presented by the spinners, like the Prime Minister, crying crocodile tears, as vote yes – because yes means that the Indigenous people, the downtrodden Indigenous people that we've done terrible things to, killed politics yeah, it, what do you?
0: What's the definition of, of that over there? Of what? Uh, of Indigenous people. Is it people living off the land? The origi- the, the, the
1: First land? nation. No, no. The First Nations, the Aboriginals. Okay. I don't, I don't like using the word Aboriginal, even though the Aboriginals use the word Aboriginal sometimes. But Aboriginal actually means non-original. So yeah, I don't like right. using that word. I, I try to use Indigenous instead, just out of principle for my own purposes, um, because they were the original people.
0: Yeah, it seemed they are the originals. Yeah.
1: So you can see why I don't like using the word. But (laughs) anyway, it's just a word that's become accepted. People don't think about it. Anyway. So, uh, yes, the referendum that's coming up about vote yes, that is about sovereignty. It's basically, if that happens, it's the green light for the WEF private Property, take, well, the property takeover. So um, people don't understand the depths of where this is all going. So this local lady, Meb- Mebenguddy, who is her Western name is Cindy Roberts, um, very strong lady. Uh, she's been trying to educate people, including her own people, um, about the reality of what a yes vote would do. And so she's trying to get everyone to wake up and vote no. And the good thing is that a lot of people are waking up um, to the spin that has been thrust upon us. Um, there's a lot of Indigenous people, you know, the yes men that always stand behind the person, like the Prime Minister or the President or whoever's making the speech. They've always got their yes men in the background or yes people, um, not in their heads and, you know, just in support, visually in support. Um, so the the Indigenous that are behind... Our prime minister, as he talks and cries his crocodile tears, I mean, a lot of them are paid off. Unfortunately, they just are down to the down to the point of uh, one of the one of the people that is um, spinning the yes spin uh, has even changed his name to make him appear more of an indigenous, you know, Australian indigenous rather than the Torres Strait Islander that he is, which is a different kettle of fish sort of thing. So yes, there's a lot of deception going on. Um, Mebengari, I really admire you. You're a very strong woman. She's just lost her husband in January. Um, so, yeah, she's fighting. She's she's fighting hard. And uh, I really hope that people will wake up um, to the reality of what's going on here.
0: What are the local politics like there?
1: Um, in my area, well, <laughs> I don't really – I mean – We've got a we've got a resilient. You know, I mean that word resilient. That's very WEF. That's a very WEF right. term. Yeah, resilience. So we've got resilience. Lismore officers down in Lismore. I just gave my. You away.
0: have resilience <laughs> officers from
1: office offices. So, so office. an office of resilience. Lismore, for instance. Um, resilience. This and that. And so that I mean, to me, that's so a keyword. Yeah. So this sort of happened after the because we had some massive floods in um two thousand and twenty two, end of February, early March, which the origin of that is very debatable, but we're we're not talking about that right now. Geoengineering. Um, so resilience is sort of there was it was a long time before people really got decent help and it was it was quite a long time before the town sort of was able to get up off their you know, get up and kind of brush themselves off a little bit. Um, and so I guess this is the response that's come in. Um, so I, I don't know. Personally, I feel like this is all sort of the smart city, um, WEF kind of agenda thing coming yeah. in, in the guise of helping. It's just like, well, after the floods, there was, I was working at the, well, working, volunteering at the evacuation Centers. There was a couple of them here because people were displaced. Thousands of people were displaced, and all in shock. It was awful. Um, And so I was at the one of the evacuation places, just doing whatever I could. And everything was going really well, like in the sense of things were, people were banding together, you know, working their butts off in a sweaty hot um, period of time, and and it was all going really well. And you know, this was during COVID sort of time as well, like not long after the lockdown. So it was all very tentative about masking and all that kind of thing still. And um, and it was all going well. And then after maybe, I don't know, a week, the Red Cross came in. And all of a sudden, there were masks again. All of a sudden, a COVID case popped up in the evacuation centre. Yeah, And I just went, okay, I'm out of here. That's enough. I've done my bit. Couldn't deal with it. I wasn't yeah. going to wear a mask. <laughs> Never had. Yeah.
0: It sucks with organizations like that. You go you go through the grocery store. There's a South Park bid on it, too, where they, they say, would you like to round up your change for the Red Cross or for whatever organization? They do the all Red these Cross things. Red Cross, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And so I, I've gotten to the point where I always say no to those things, but they try all these creative ways to just be like – you either say yes or, or you're choosing to be, oh, I guess you don't want to help a dying child today. So that yeah, they'll, they'll make that the no, either yes, round up, or no, I don't want to help a dying child today. So you have to f- yeah. push that. I'm like, I don't know what this organization actually is.
1: Oh, look, yeah, and all those, you know, when you, I don't know if it's the same over there, but when you go to a shopping center here, there's often a little, maybe outside the front of the shopping center or even outside of the front of a shop or in the middle of a shopping center, a little stand and it's charity you know, charity people selling charity tickets or whatever, raffle tickets maybe for a charity. And my son got sucked into that for a little while. And um, we my partner and I did a bit of research into all that and realized that really those charities end up with maybe they're lucky if they get 10%. It's usually around about seven percent of the money. So I haven't I, I just I used to give to charities, particularly for animals and, you know, a couple for children and what have you, I just don't do it anymore because I've I've realized that it's just you know and non-profit organizations and things like that are basically just money laundering for the, the elite
0: fronts yeah it, yep. it sucks but or for w-
1: child trafficking which is even worse i mean you, look at yeah, boystown totally absolutely yeah,
0: yeah. It, it sucks that it, that it gets to that and i think that when i first became jaded about that is is when i learned about uh jimmy Savo or saville i don't know how to say <laughs> yeah. his last name but it's like wow the guy used saville. all of his uh his his wholesome seeming healthcare fronts to help children, so that he could touch children in hospitals and, and dead corpses, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, that guy was but, just so sick. And they they went ahead and knighted him. <laughs> right, and, it, nobody Elizabeth. talks about that either. So that guy was he was a, a, a advisor to uh, who was the guy who's now the king, yeah. and. Uh, did you know, by the way, not to sidetrack a little bit, one of the guys on the submersible was like buddies with the now king? I did hear that, yes. Yeah, the SETI guy. All that. It's such a weird story. It's all weird. Oh, it's w- so weird. So, What's good about Australia <laughs> that you that you love about it?
1: Um, I just lo- I love the nature. I haven't seen enough of Australia and I fully intend to – it's a bit hard to travel when you're on your own. <laughs> I mean, it's like you don't really want to be traveling as a – woman right. on your own into some of these towns because they're very remote especially the deserty sort of areas
0: is there but a I, lot of crime in, in areas ar- around you or that's a huge place the whole country is like say, is there a lot of crime in the u.s it's uh, <laughs> yeah um i wouldn't no nah, look i wouldn't
1: say it's something that you need to worry about i mean shit Sure, probably certain places that you don't want to go. It's it's on their rise, put it that way, and I think that's the same with everywhere and probably yeah. for the same reasons, being immigra- mass immigration, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Melbourne's not a very nice place anymore, but Victoria's just stinks anyway under Dan Andrews. He's a, just a oh, he's a pig of a man, a creature. He's not a man. Um, <laughs> so what do I love about I just love, I don't know, I love the way of life before it all oh, fully went down the toilet. It's sort of changed a lot in my lifetime, but such a great place. You know, I wouldn't want want to really be anywhere else. Um, the beaches are bloody beautiful. Um, you know, you can swim most of the year if you can handle You know, with a wetsuit, you can swim all year. Um, the shark thing, you know, a lot of people sort of are worried about the shark thing. Well, yeah, there's certain areas. There's probably some beaches that you definitely don't go to, um, but then there's other areas where you, you're fine. Uh, is there a
0: higher level of shark attacks? They generally there
1: go anything? for tourists anyway.
0: <laughs> <Hey>? <laughs> is there a higher <laughs> level of shark attacks over there?
1: There's certain areas where, yeah, um, there's quite a lot. You know, you get your great, great whites in Western Australia and South Australia, particularly. You've got to almost expect if you go <laughs> into certain beaches at a certain time of year or what have you, you could, probably there's a fairly good chance you're going to. Have not you return. seen
0: these stories of the whales? They say training. They're they're young to tip over ships. Yeah, mm-hmm. or orcas. Yeah, I have. I, Good I, on them. You know, I, I've been saying this for a long time. So these catch and release fish, you know, because fish have mm-hmm. a longer memory than people realize. They, they've done these right. study. You know, I don't know what the studies prove. Maybe it's all bullshit. But apparently, they have a lot longer memories than originally thought, and. I'm like, people have been doing catch and release fish and it always ends up with a fish with a mangled eye, gets thrown back into the water mm-hmm. and, and this fish to, to all the fish people, because their sky is the tip of the water, right? They don't know that our sky exists. So just like, exactly. we don't know what sky exists above us and, uh, well, space, I guess, but the, the, you know, you're swimming around with your family of fish and all of a sudden, you know, Larry, the fish is fucking f- swooped out of the, uh, just sucked up into the sky. And it's like, where the fuck happened to Larry? And all the fish are like, where the Larry just fucking disappeared on a family a outing. Yeah, mm. where would he go? Where, where the fuck? There's a missing, they put little flyers up on the little, um, you Larry's know, Larry's being uh, ruptured. Ocean. Right. On the ocean crescent and shit, and all the, the seals and shit get together wherever and try to find him. And then all of a sudden, like five minutes later, which is probably like a couple of months in their time because they don't live as long as us. Yeah, true. He just suddenly re-fucking appears with an eye dangling out, swimming circles the rest of his life. And Larry's like, I got fucking taken by extraterrestrials. He's a conspiracy (laughs) theorist. (laughs) And everybody calls them crazy. But now there's like uh, maybe there's there's a revelation that it's true. And maybe all the fucking one eyed fish are getting together and and they've like, let's talk to the orcas. And the the orcas are like, we believe you. They're going to start tipping over ships and the sharks are going to (laughs) start fucking biting people in Australia. I think there's a revolt going on.
1: There's a fish conspiracy. Definitely. It's a large scale.
0: Apparently, I saw this thing. Which I don't know if this is true, but the claim was that if humans didn't uh, weren't the the dominant species on Earth, that um, octopus would be. Oh, a
1: hundred percent! They're way more intelligent than most people I know.
0: We shouldn't be eating <laughs> them. <laughs> That's the case. Yeah, they're going to get their revenge big time. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: Um, I, I also look at people. I don't know if you whether you've seen the the diver lady, the shark lady. They call her. Have you seen her? Oh, she's amazing. So she goes down, she's been doing it for years now. She goes down and um into the ocean scuba diving and she releases well she removes hooks from sharks, like hooks from their mouth. She even to the point where she puts her hand inside their mouth. And the most amazing part is that these sharks, they get to know her and so this particular one that I saw the video of, she removed this hook. This was the one where she put her hand right inside the mouth. And it was, I mean, I suppose to her it was just like, oh, well, here goes, you know. And then this shark, it just comes back to her and snuggles into her like a dog. It's amazing. And um, the the other, on the uh, another topic of the same, another example of the same topic is the Asian diver. Have you seen this guy? He's been doing it for years and years. He's an old man and he's been diving down, um, or wherever he was, I think it might be Japan, somewhere like that. And uh, this particular fish, I wish I could think of the species, but it's a really big sort of bulbous head, like really big fish, like a big groper or something like that. Um, I think he was a pearl diver. Anyway, whatever he was doing down there, one day he re- he saw that this thing had a hook and he removed the hook. And for years, like this, I'm talking decades, oh, a, a decade or so, this fish just comes back every day and he feeds it because he had to hand feed it because it, it was injured from this fish hook. So he hand fed it, and then it just comes back. It snuggles in and waits for him to open <laughs> yeah. clams and feed it. It's just amazing. So they are intelligent. Uh,
0: I, I think we totally underestimate. How I think we
1: underestimate a lot
0: of species. I think there's uh, a certain yeah. intelligence in bugs too. I, I do too. I I've probably talked about this on on the show a, a while ago. That's like, it, it's just with with I, I know because you made a uh, 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 a a a draw uh, uh, yeah you made a cute a doodle. Where I'm just like, look, I, I don't know if, if I could just it's all about communication. If I could just tell the roaches this doesn't have to be genocide, just go somewhere else. Then everything will be cool. But it's all about that communication. Like we can communicate with dogs. Some people like communicate with sharks. Obviously, I, I agree with you. I think that there it's everything is about that ability to communicate. And they obviously communicate with each other. I mean, have you seen fucking ants? The, the way they can do all yes, this? I have. <laughs> Wild ass shit? Yeah. It's, yeah, they're talking to each other, man. And there's a lot of them. I, I saw this story, not to go too off track, but was, there's this Twitter account I started following. It was like morbid facts. And I don't, I don't fact check all of their facts, but one of the stories they told, they tell all these very morbid stories, obviously, was this woman who was uh, skydiving. And her first shoot didn't go off and then her second shoot uh, did she did release and but then it didn't work very well and but it it only released at like 700 feet which i I don't know the the distances and i I don't know what that means but that's what it said And, and that she was going like 90 miles an hour into the ground and that she plowed into the ground but not directly into the ground she plowed into a giant ant hill just a massive ant hill and that softened her fall, and also because she instantly got bitten by all of these ants, it pumped all of the adrenaline in her heart and kept oh. her alive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know about crazy, that. If it's true. <laughs> it might sound, sound sensational, but
1: yeah, it yeah. does a little bit. I mean, I don't know if you've ever dived off a really high diving
0: board into the water. Have you? Have uh, f- well, not like an Olympic diving board. Like
1: yeah, I'm talking like you know, I don't know, thirty feet, whatever. No. no. Um, 70 feet? 30. That, 30. No, uh, no, I've been
0: 30 It feet took
1: either. me a little while to work myself up to that one. But, uh yeah, I remember hitting the hitting the water. I don't know if it was 30. I don't know what helped, but it was very, very high. And uh, I remember hitting the water, and it kind of felt a little bit like concrete slapping into you. So That's you what know. they
0: say, that it, it's like, because people yeah, think, so oh, I'm just I'm trying all to all imagine. Water. What,
1: yeah, I mean, there's a woman. I mean, ants nests, they're not soft. They're they're usually muddy and you know that's quite yeah, hard. Yeah, they' are like
0: pe- little pillows, so they're all yeah, little but, pillows biting her, I guess.
1: Yeah, the, the ants nest itself that apparently, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it just sounds a bit sensational. It does. To me. It sounds
0: sensational, but um, yeah, you know, <laughs> nice
1: not a story though. It's
0: not as it's not as uh, crazy as shocking. We found cocaine in the White House. To me, some more. <laughs> That's not sensational. The fact that that's big news is sensational. I just can't believe how much attention. I had an
1: ant ant encounter yesterday, actually, while I was recording. Um, I knew there was some ants gathering in the corner of my bedroom. It was Funnily enough, it was dead on the east. Like, you saw them organizing. East. They were organizing, but I had to go and record, so I couldn't sort of deal with it at the time. And by the time I'd finished recording, I came back, and, man, there was that's a really lot of them. Massive. It was just this massive, yeah. And they'd all just settled in, and they looked like they were sleeping. They weren't even moving. It it is
0: crazy how all of a sudden there was nothing there. There was no nothing to just everywhere. It's impressive.
1: Very strange. Yeah, it is very impressive. We have a lot to learn from ants.
0: Like if we could channel that energy and well, if activists could channel that energy, then we'd be. I mean, activists would rule the country even more than they they already do.
1: Absolutely. Their ability
0: to get people to places. Let, Let me ask you about this. And this is only because I watched a Netflix show a few years ago about it. I don't know anything else about it. Do you know anything about Pine Gap? I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> so, you, <laughs> so you watched Pine Gap with Sam Yes. Mears, right. right. How, so what is, what, uh, is it accurate representation? I'm sure it's not. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been there myself. You can't get anywhere near
1: the place. It's a bit like, you know, Roswell or whatever, sort of a few Ks before the place. It, um, you can't get any further. So similar thing yeah um, Pine Gap is pretty much right bang smack bang in the middle of Australia a little bit slightly southwest of Alice Springs, which is pretty much smack Bang in the middle of Australia. Yeah. Um, so yeah underground. Um, I did come across some information recently. Uh, so if you're looking at the map of Australia and you look up at the top left hand bit, which is Western Australia, at the very, very top, very remote area. Like that's pretty much desert. That's very, you know, indigenous pretty much. Um, I think there was, there's probably a couple of towns in there. But that's sort of basically that seems to be, from what I gather, where the military kind of are able to sort of, you know, enter Australia without really being detected you know, with by the your average Joe sort of thing. That's kind of their entry point. Now it seems I don't know whether that's true, I'm just telling you the information that I heard. It does make sense though, because um there used to be like a place called Monkey Mire up there where you could go and pat and swim with dolphins and things, which was, you know, a lot of tourists would go up and do that and then they sort of stopped. Take your
0: wife to get raped by a dolphin.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. In Australia. It's a different experience. Um but so, anyway, whether that's true or not, uh, there is, you know, underground tunnels. There's, there's no doubt there is. There's underground tunnels under every city in the world, basically. So, we are not exempt from that. Um, some of the older older uh, buildings have tunnels under them, apparently. There was also a bunch of earthquakes going off in the Melbourne area of recently, which it, it doesn't have a fault line or anything there. That's not a really? normal place for earthquakes. There was quite a number of them and... Uh, People were saying they were all at around about the ten kilometer mark, but that's actually that was inaccurate because it just if it's any lower than ten kilometers, that's just what they what comes up as the report. It's like ten kilometers yeah. plus, basically.
0: Th- there's been earthquakes kind of in in the south, and, and if you, I've never felt them, but I've I've read stories where they, they happen in Georgia, South Carolina, a nearby state. That you know i never heard that before growing up.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, I I just sort of feel like it's Elon's boring machines.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe Tesla. They do say uh, underground construction. Yeah. Yeah. What's his boring machines? That's his where he's creating those uh, underground tunnels.
1: Yeah, that he owns the boring company. um, B o r i n g. No, is it? Yeah, b o r i n g. So those massive things. He's got a number of them. Yeah. I think I think there's a lot more of them than they make out.
0: To to defeat traffic Constantly. was his 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 claim on that there. It, also, <laughs> the underground oceans where the water's leaking up caused seismic activity, according to these these studies, which were actually from 2014 that the news just actually focused on. I wouldn't mind ago. betting. I wouldn't mind
1: betting. There's a lot more natural resources maybe under the surface deeper down than they sort of making out because I, if I mean that's a really good way to control us too, isn't it? Because if they say, "Oh, the petrol's running out," or the oil—I mean, the oil's running out—or you know, whatever is running out, um, it's like, well, yeah, from what we can see on the surface, like maybe that might be the case, but I don't know. It's just another form of control, I think. Deception. Uh,
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I remember when I first came across that story about the uh, inner Earth oceans. It it was like 2015 or 16, Mm -hmm. and I I. Thought that I saved the link or, or the paper on my computer, but I, I couldn't find it again. And I brought it up a couple of times during shows, and, and I uh, recalled it the best I could. But I but I could not find the, the freaking paper again. The reason it stood out to me is because it it, it was an alternative explanation to this idea that that some believe that. Water and our oceans are here on Earth because an asteroid or something brought them, crashed into Earth, and ultimately, I, you know, I don't know the science of it, uh, resulted in our oceans being here. This one was actually the oceans have been inside the Earth since the beginning of time, and, and they've just been slowly leaking out onto the surface. And the water, and it's it's in a different form, but then it leaks out and becomes water. It... it, it just dwarfs the size of all of these surface-level oceans, and it affects everything we know about the climate. And I'm like, this should be really big news. Well, it's <laughs> you know? very interesting, actually,
1: because Ghislaine Maxwell uh, was was uh, involved in a project, oh, a company called Terramar, which was um, an ocean, you know, save the oceans guys well, yeah, you don't care about the ocean. There's <laughs> something else that's going on there. Yeah, right. Um, but that when the whole Epstein thing happened, then Terramar got closed down. I think that was around about 2018, something like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but that that's always kind of sat in the back of my mind. It's like, what was that really about? You know, yeah. wouldn't it surprise me if there's you know underground ocean entry points.
0: That's probably where the Titan dudes went. <laughs> that, that's And that is something that that guy who, who was the CEO of it in some of his interviews and he was an aerospace guy. Like he built planes and shit like that. And he yeah. just applied he that. To, yeah. Like he talked about how he wanted to be the first guy on Mars, but then he realized that we're not going to be going to space when everything is destroyed on the surface. We're going to be building underground bases. Yeah. And is he you know. the guy that went to the uh, the Mariana Trench a couple of times? No. The deepest, no, deepest, deepest, no. uh, That ever was one? the that was the guy who was built the fir- who had the first, uh, plane. Oh, the Ocean Gate guy. That was the a- Antarctica guy who took Buzz All Aldrin to the South Pole. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and At Freemason. So, <laughs> right. It's so all, but all these guys have these weird, like. I don't know. You got that level of money, and, and they obviously have these contacts. I, I then they're doing some weird shit, and I, there's no doubt there's fucking crazy shit in the ocean. I, I, I don't know how, how, exactly. Yeah, people can get to it or, or what. I think we've only discovered about nine or ten percent of the ocean, haven't we? Something that's really what they say, small. but I'm always like, How do you how know, do they know it's only nine or <laughs> ten <Exactly>. percent? <laughs> well, we only, we've only discovered ten percent of the moon. It's like, well, Yeah, okay. right. Okay. You gotta have, uh, <laughs> it's just, yeah. So I, I don't know. Uh, it sounds so, good. How to lie with statistics, you know? It, absolutely. And they do it all the time too. It's, mm-hmm. it's um and right now it, it's, it's funny to see almost sometimes it's the way the creativity this is why I've started been talking about improv and that justification where it's like people have these set beliefs based on, on identity politics and tribalism that they, they, they're, they're not going to change them. It, but the stories are only going to be filtered to justify that. So they have to do these mental gymnastics, which actually uh, demonstrates great creativity a lot of times to to continue to maintain that point of view.
1: I think the, I mean, it's been said many times that the so-called predator class, the 1% minority that run everything, uh, don't, you know, are are basically sort of soulless and non-creative. So yeah, they have to bring in creative teams. Those think tanks, that's what they're all about. Um, you know the the Angelina Jollies, for instance. You know, <laughs> help us create the Ukraine war, <laughs> or Absolutely. Um.
0: So yeah, there was a world economic. They are getting more creative.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and they talked about bringing, bringing these guys
0: more. in to play yeah. more of a role in the mm-hmm. uh, not not just being the performers or the the face of it. They it's actually policy roles and shit like that. Yeah, understanding like, the psychology, and I mean that's what all these experiments
1: they're doing on the world are. They're they're learning. About human psychology from our reactions and perfecting everything.
0: Uh, Totally. And and I, so I was talking about that concept with my friend the other day, and we've talked about COVID a whole lot. And, and you know, my, I'm not vaccinated. I, I, uh, I, there's, I believe with doctor uh, agreement that's not supposed to agree because I found case studies that modeled it that. It's a strong likelihood that family members of mine had adverse reactions to the vaccine that they did not survive. There's actually a story today about long, uh, was it long vaccine or something? There's a story today I saw right before we started that was like scientists are now or doctors are studying the effect of uh um the uh, they're calling it long vax, which is uh the rare side effects that persist in a small group of people. I'm like, okay, so what are you doing here? Yeah, there's other is people like, who've been. Is this like a soft confession? <laughs> I, it sounds like it. I tweeted it out. I think I'm phrasing it wrong. I can find it. Hold on one second. See how they phrase it.
1: While you look for that, I'm just going to say I visited VAERS site the other day just to see where it was up to. And after yeah. the 16th of June, they're up to just under 2.5 million adverse reactions. Wow. And it has been said that that's only between 1% to 10% of the real numbers.
0: Yeah, so they say, here's it's the story. What is long vax? Symptoms linked to COVID shot baffles doctors. And I'm just like, <laughs> what, what is what is this? And they, they've also seen stories recently. And, you know, you don't know what, what is accurate or true about it, but where they start, and I thought this would always be the case. I said in the very beginning, I know they say it's a conspiracy now, but I believe that they will ultimately say that the, that, uh, Covid originated from a lab in China, and that it was actually a bioweapon because it feeds the war narrative, and that is kind of what they're starting to lead to in, w- with some of these stories. Uh, but I don't even remember what my point was. I don't you believe such... that Wuhan rubbish at all. Well,
1: I, I, I mean, I it might it might have been developed there after it was taken there, but I believe it came from America.
0: Well, yeah, and that I, it probably because we worked on it with them. When I say a lot of these things, I don't mean that I think they're true. I mean yeah, I think I, that's what yeah. they're going to tell us for the purpose of creating conflict that they're trying yeah. to to shape the world with. Um, I think I think they are the conspiracy. We are the theorists. You know, <laughs> right? Oh, God, what was it? You said something. I don't know. Maybe it'll come back to me. Uh, Greg says, "Great show, thank you, Greg. I uh, appreciate you watching and, and everybody watching." <laughs> Stella, I, I've I've enjoyed talking to you in this XR. In fact, I, I'm. What I'm going to do is, I'm going to release this early release, uh, the XR part, for uh, Patreon. And then, um, probably in a couple of weeks, if it's okay with you.
1: Oh, release man. it uh,
0: as a do you. <laughs> regular show because I I really I like I I don't know I didn't I probably asked very dumb questions about Australia because of my lack of knowledge about it all I apologize about I that, think I had but, some fairly dumb answers so that, <laughs> that worked out well well they fascinated me and uh, the conversation too I, I just I just always enjoy your perspective and um, I appreciate you uh, giving it to me and giving it to everybody listening is is there anything else on your mind or just what the floor is yours. <laughs> that's a very dangerous question. <laughs> you're art like you're a musician too. I, I think a lot of people that that listen or that know you know this, but you're just a fantastic musician. You've made protest music. You 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 do artwork that's hilarious. You you got a quick wit, you're funny, you're you're very talented, and I think people Checking should be exposed to you. You're very kind. You're not, not, very, exposed, not exposed, not expose themselves to you, be exposed to you. <laughs> Yeah, no
1: dick pics, thanks. Uh, no, I, I very much appreciate um, getting to know you. I mean, that was through the propaganda report when you when Monica was still part of that, and um, I've gotten to know her as well. And um, I really appreciate that. And all my my friends in Discord, have, it's been a real pleasure getting to know everybody. And and oh, thank goodness, you know, being able to talk to people that understand and don't call me a freak. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes they do, but <laughs> not for the same reason. Um, but yeah, no, my friends are sort of, I love them still, but they're just different planet. So my old ones, most of them. So, um, yeah, it's been a real pleasure and, and I've really enjoyed today. We've been meaning to do it for quite a while and I'm so glad that we finally got to do it. So, um,
0: thank you very much. Uh, I am too. Great and, and talk to talk to you again. again. Yeah, well, we should definitely do it again. I will talk less next Love to. time.
1: No, 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 it's and, been great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I seriously appreciate it. I had a lot of fun and thank Me you too. everybody for watching, thank for listening. Pro- uh, propagandafight.com is a website We'll talk to you all next time. Have a fantastic rest of your day.